Welcome to the Mystical Truths Podcast. This is Rebecca, and I'm really glad you're here. Let's unlock your world. I thought it would be fun to talk about how a trip to a really big mountain in Tennessee helped me become more clear and sure about how things are always working out well for me and how they can work out well for you too. Early in 2022, my family and I decided to take a trip. We wanted to take a trip to Orlando, December of 2022. We booked it and then eventually discovered we needed to go a different week. So there was nothing else we could pick down there. For that week, we decided to go to the Smoky Mountains instead. There was one unit of condos that we could choose from. We needed two of them. We were told the condos were at the top of a big mountain or near the top of a big mountain. And it would be quite a drive up there. And we said, okay, heights are not my thing. I love to watch beautiful landscape and high places on video or in pictures. I think that's wonderful. I don't necessarily need to see it in person. So heights are just not for me. But I knew the mountain is high and there's a road that will not have guide rails the whole way up. And I thought, well, surely they make wide roads then. The day to leave comes, we load up, drive down, it's raining. Over 10 hours later, because of stops and whatnot, five adults, two kids, we stopped quite a few times. So over 10 hours later, it's dark, it's raining, we're in Tennessee, happy to be there, looking forward to unpacking and just getting situated in the condos. We start the drive up the mountain and it was, it was really something else. It was beautiful. Although it was dark and rainy, we're not a whole lot we could see. But what we could see was whether you're coming, coming up or down this long windy road, that's like all these S curves. One side, there's a big ditch that's been dug out for good water drainage. On the other side, most of the time, there's a complete drop-off. Where the asphalt ends, so does the mountain in most places. The road was no wider than any other road you'd drive on. One lane up, one lane down. As we're climbing this mountain and navigating all of its turns, my son-in-law, who's an excellent driver, was our driver was doing a great job. And I know he had to have been tired. He drove the entire trip. I'm not used to being a passenger that often, so it was different for me. The van was very open, so you could see a lot. And again, with me not liking heights, it was becoming very uncomfortable. And I'm an observer. That's sort of a wonderful thing, but it can also be a fault. I'm observing the insanity in my mind of who would want to go up this mountain, especially in the dark when it's raining and there are drop-offs here, drop-offs there. And then there are these beautiful homes and condos that are just built like right on the edge. Not like most of them are not up on solid land. They're built on the side of where the road came through. And I'm thinking and saying out loud, who does this? How, what if it was snowing? Like people actually live up here. They're not all rentals. There are people that live up here. And 
my daughter made it clear that I was, <laughs> my daughter made it clear that I was sort of upsetting the children a little bit in my observations. I said, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm just, it's been a long ride and this is a thing. So up the mountain we go and it just goes on and on and on and on. Finally, there are the lighted reindeer that are the entrance to our units. In we go, made it to the top of the mountain or almost to the top. We were very close to the, where the top is. Went in, unpacked, and they said to me, we're going to have to put a bag over your head every time we come up and down this mountain. And I said, no, 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 I'm going to, I'm fine. And I'm thinking to myself, because I know how to talk myself off the ledge of fear. So I'm thinking thoughts, like people come up and down this mountain, some of them every day. I'm sure it looked worse to us because it was after a long drive and it was nighttime. It was raining. We had never seen this before. So it'll get easier every time. It's a beautiful mountain. We're going to have a lot of fun. This is going to be just fine. So we decided the next day that because it was long and an odd drive, that we would go down the mountain in the morning, have our fun, and then come back up in the early evening and play games or whatever for the rest of the evening. Because the, the time of year we're in, it gets dark earlier, so we were wanting to come before it got too awfully dark and foggy because it was raining on and off. So we're having a great week up and down the mountain. My son-in-law, who was wonderful, drove a little more slowly than he really had to because it made me feel more comfortable. Perfect. There were three turns that we could make off of the road that we came in and out on most often. The first turn we were not going to try because it was just definitely insane. The second one we eventually tried toward the end of the week, and it was quicker actually from that point down than the route we had been taking, and it took us into Gatlinburg. The other one was taking us into Pigeon Forge. We were going to both places often, so it really didn't matter. It was nice to come in that way. It was a little rough going down, but by the time we got to the bottom, you could smell the brakes. We were going to the aquarium, so the vehicle had plenty of time to sit and cool itself down. So I said to my son-in-law, well, that was actually better coming down. And he said, yeah, I doubt that we want to go back up that way. And I said, I totally agree. It's a good one maybe to come down, not to go back up. So we came back the regular way. The last full day that we were to be on the mountain, he and I both had the idea that maybe we should try that third turn. So we did. Took that third turn down. It was also insane, <laughs> but beautiful. But it wasn't quite as steep, so it wasn't as hard on the brakes. Great. He said, I think we'll be fine going back up that way. I said, that's beautiful. We won't have to go the way we've been going for that second part of the journey down the mountain or up the mountain, which in part of that was as you're coming up the road, you can just see out across the land right at the drop-off of a very sharp S-curve. So you've got to follow that S-curve with the big drop-off on your side and one day as we were coming down there, a big garbage truck came up and was in our lane as well as 
the lane it should have been in. Just as we're coming around this most dangerous part of that curve, my son-in-law just sailed right past it, and on we went. And somebody said to me, didn't you just say yesterday that you wondered how the garbage trucks handled this road? And I said, yeah, talk about law of attraction, right? That was quick. So back to us being down the last day, had our fun, and we're at dinner, out to dinner, and my son-in-law wasn't feeling well. And I said, okay, well, I can drive. My name's on the rental as well. I'll drive. And I thought, oh boy, all right, I can do this. We were in Pigeon Forge. We were going to start the drive up the, the mountain in Gatlinburg. So I had the time from Pigeon Forge to Gatlinburg, which wasn't very far, but plenty far enough for me to get used to a vehicle I'd never driven before and wrap my mind around the fact that I was going to get us up this mountain in the dark, in the rain, with the fog setting in. The first half up, we'd been down it, but never up it. Not a problem. Part of my mind wanted to go to, oh, this is a problem. I'm not feeling good about this. But the bigger part of me knows better than that. And that's the part I'm used to thinking with. So instead of thinking, it's up to me to get all of us safely up that mountain when I know it's going to keep getting darker, most likely, and the fog is setting in, and it's raining harder. I didn't really think that. I didn't think, how am I going to do this? What if I can't, what if I can't do this? What if me not liking heights becomes a fear? I didn't take my mind there. There was no point in me taking my mind there because that's eventually how people have panic attacks little by little right it kind of gets away from you I don't have panic attacks but I could certainly in that moment see how you could get to one and so here we are starting up that mountain and I could feel my foot start to shake on the gas pedal and I thought all right you can follow that and this isn't going to go well at the very best, you're not, you're just going to torture yourself up this mountain. Or you can let that go. And I started to think about people come up and down this mountain every day. Yeah, it's dark and it's raining, but I can see the road. And maybe it's actually really helpful that I can't see the scenery because then I don't, won't see the drop offs. And I was thinking things like, I remember that snowstorm, that really bad one that I had to drive in that time. I remembered another snowstorm that I, took me hours to get home, up and down mountains in a conversion van that just had rear wheel drive. I thought about things like that, and I thought, you know, I've done that. It's not snowing right now. That's a good thing. And then I started just thinking about, in my mind, as I'm navigating my way up, and my son-in-law is saying, okay, Mom, up here, this is that real big, steep one that, that veers off to the right pretty tight. All right, so we get up there, and in my mind, I'm seeing us in our parking spot in front of our condo, getting out and saying, wow, well, here we are. Let's go play games. I'm seeing the lighted deer 
that are the thing we look for that tells us we're where we're supposed to be. We can turn right and go into the the parking area. So I'm just lightly seeing all of these things as I'm inching my way, just slowly driving around these S curves up further, up further. Eventually we get to the stop sign where we make the left onto the part of the road that we had been traveling all week. And I thought, well, that feels better. I'm more familiar with this road, even though I can't really see it much because the fog is really setting in tight now. And I could just see about four to six feet probably in front of the van. That's it. And I thought, well, isn't it funny, though, that the first van that my son-in-law drove away with, they realized it didn't have a roof rack on it, and I requested one. So he went back, and they gave him a van that had a roof rack and fog lights and a lot of other bells and whistles that came in handy. And I thought, how about that? We have fog lights. So even though I can only see a little bit ahead of me, I can see enough. And that's all I need to see is enough to keep me going because I have to know when to go a little straight. I have to know when to veer to the, there's not a lot of room for error here. You can't guess. You've got to be able to see where you're going. So up to that road that I'm more familiar with and on we go and on we go and we're going higher and the fog's getting more intense. And I slowed to a stop and I said to my son-in-law, I can't see the road. And I knew when he didn't say anything, he couldn't see the road either. Now I'm up in my seat looking over and I thought, good thing this is a van because there's not a lot of vehicle between the headlights and me. That's helpful. Still couldn't see the road though. Because I know that not only is everything always working out, but there's always a solution. Just because I couldn't see the road did not mean that I couldn't see the road. We were not in a spot where we could get out and look around. We couldn't sit there and wait for the fog to lift in the middle of the night or the morning or whenever it lifts. But I had the inspiration suddenly to lean way down to my left, look out my side window, and I said, I can see the road. It's turning to the left, which is in my direction. Just enough, I can see the yellow lines. So I knew I followed those lines. And I thought I saw the road. To me, that's a big deal. I could have sat there and said to myself or to him, what do we do? We cannot see the road. We can't guess and just go a little straight or a little to the right or a little to the left. We have to know where the road is. I couldn't put it in park and wait it out. I knew there had to, I knew we were going to make it up that mountain. And I knew there had to be a way to see that road. And sure enough, I saw the road. So on we went. And eventually, we saw the lighted deer, made the right into our parking area, pulled into that parking spot, and thought to myself, because everything is always working out for me. So out of the van we went and in to play games and have a nice evening. And I thought, I love this mountain. This mountain has just taught me something, or provided the opportunity at least, for me to be even more sure that the unknown 
doesn't have to be frightening. Conditions that I don't prefer don't control me. There will always be a way for me to see the road ahead or the solution. I'm not saying that that mountain is a place I want to visit again. I'm not saying that I want to go up and down that mountain ever again. I may or may not, but I still love that mountain and everything about it. Even the the parts that I don't really like, I still love. So let's talk about some of the honey that was in this adventure, especially my adventure that night, doing something I really would not have picked to do, but ended up being so glad to have found the opportunity to do it. So here's some, here's some thoughts of honey. No matter what shows up in your vacation, you could still have fun. It's still a vacation. It's still fun. You have to decide that. You have to know that and make it that. I didn't see it as a test of my ability to see the honey because we all have that ability. And there's no test from the universe. There's no test that source is putting any of us through. It's not a test. It was an opportunity that I called in there one way or the other to see the honey or not. To see the amazing things that synchronize for us that we may not initially think we like or we want to do, or we think this is, sometimes we look at things and we think, oh, that's a bad thing. There's really no such thing once you know that. Everything has what we can call positive and negative experiences or potentials to them. That drive up the mountain had potential for me to become afraid or to get confused by it. Because I know that when you start to think in that direction, when your foot starts to shake a little on the gas pedal, and you see that and think, oh no, you're going to have another thought like that, another thought like that, and another thought like that, and another. But you don't have to. You're the decider of that. That situation does not control you. You control your situations. And how things turn out, how what potentials are available. When you can just know that life has ways to get you through. Life has solutions, life's, life has ease. Then you just keep making it up that mountain. One night, my son and his girlfriend just happened to go out on the balcony. There's no, there are no coincidences. They were out on the balcony And a mother bear and three of her cubs were making their way over to where we were. So, of course, they told us the bears came right underneath our balcony. And we were able to just enjoy some moments with a mama bear and her babies. That was fun. I was able to gain appreciation for people who love that type of adventure and love to be on the edge for people who intentionally spend a large amount of money to live up on that mountain and love it. I think that's great. Even though it's not me, I think it's amazing. The view up there is incredible. 
The air is crisp and inspiring. The trees, the just the whole feel of it all is beautiful, even if you don't like the road. I gained clarity about how when I do go on a vacation, I like to have a quicker, easier route or access to things that we want to do so that we can come back and forth all day or evening if we want to, instead of one trip down, one trip up. So I'm a little more clear about that now. I like that. I learned that you can drive along the edge of a complete drop-off, even with a garbage truck coming your way and crossing the lane, and be okay. Because you just can. I became more sure that I have it in me to make it through things that part of my mind thinks are impossible. I also was reminded that I never do any of this alone. I didn't drive up that mountain alone in that driver's seat. It wasn't really my idea to bend down to the left and look out the side window to see the road. I know that was an inspiration. I know that's all of creation saying, seriously, we'll get you up the mountain. I know that intuition is not something that you do. It's something that you're aware of something that you pay attention to so that when you have an inspiration, when you just have an idea to look a different way or to look at it a different way, you do it. It reminded me that solutions are everywhere. We could not see the road, but there it was. There was a way to see it. It reminded me that this planet is big enough to have honey for each of us to enjoy, even though our preferences are so diverse. I learned more about my family and how chill and supportive and flowing they are. I learned more about my son-in-law and how patient he is and how, what an amazing driver he is and how kind he is. He never lost patience with me at all. On the drive down, when I'd say just slow a little, because the rain's picking up or flying down a highway, or if I said um, they want to pull over again, he'd find the next best exit and get off the highway. And I did really appreciate the fact that that fog set in, and I couldn't see the scenery. I know that, you know, when you're driving along a road like that, and you for me anyway, when you look over and you see the Great Divide, it cannot feel that great. I couldn't see off the right and off to the left very much. So if there was a ditch there, if there was a drop off there, if there was a little bit of a guide rail, I'm just looking at that lane right in front of me and just going forward. Now, if there was something nice to look at, if I could get a glimpse of something nice, I'd look. But I had no desire to try to look through the fog to see things I didn't want to see. That really tricky section where I said we passed the garbage truck, and then somebody said to me, weren't you just talking about that yesterday? I thought, oh, yeah, I think I need to clean that up a little bit. So I thought, you know, we did. We sailed right past. That was fine. We don't have to 
pass them again or have an experience like that. We'll always make it around there. Everything's in perfect timing. And the next time we went through that section, there was a big utility truck coming up. We were in that same area, but we had made it around. He was way out there coming toward us. We had plenty of time to clear the most dangerous section and get to a bridge that he was just getting off of as we were getting onto. Perfect timing. Isn't it interesting that he and I both had that inspiration to take that, just try, we hadn't done it all week, but just try that third turn that last full day. And it worked out. It was a little shorter and it was better than that second half that we'd been driving all week. Just happened to be the day that I was going to have to drive up that mountain. Things are always working out. So I'm glad we changed our trip to the Smoky Mountains. It was a beautiful vacation. Beautiful time to be there. So many lights for the holidays in Sevierville, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg. So much to do. So much to see. Way more than you can do in a week. It's fantastic. So I highly recommend. And if you like to live on the edge, you might want to try that mountain. So that's just a few thoughts on how it's really up to you how you navigate your mountains. You have free will. You can let it be difficult and nerve-wracking. You can not see the solutions because you're so busy looking at the fog. Or you can have the better version. You can have the fun version. You have the free will to be able to navigate any mountain, no matter what it looks like, no matter what you think the possibilities could be, there are always even better possibilities than we can dream up. But you just sort of kind of got to know that to be able to catch a glimpse or to fully see them. And also, I wanted to give a shout out to those of you in Germany. I see that there are people in Germany that are listening. I really appreciate that. I've known some fantastic people and studied with some great people from Germany over the years. So hello to all of you. Thanks for listening. And for all of you, until we talk again, just be easy about your mountains. You can find me at mysticaltruths.com. Mm-hmm.